Day 3 Hi, how do you feel today? When you ask someone how are you, the answer you must often hear is not bad. The next time someone asks you this question, try this. Give the person a big, honest-to-goodness smile and say, Very well, thank you. I feel just wonderful today. And watch their reaction. They may become ill at ease, avoid looking you in the eye and start fidgeting. The news on the radio, on the television and in the newspapers is always bad accidents, murders, unemployment, inflation and strikes. And the weather forecast is usually lousy. There's a 20% chance of rain or thunder showers. Recently, during a workshop, a client told us that she'd learnt things can either be positive or negative. She said she used to think that everything was neutral, that things were simply the way they were, and that there was no way she could change anything, especially her attitudes. In her mind, if things were going badly, it was normal. There was nothing she could do about it. If things were going well, she was just lucky, and all she could do was enjoy her good fortune, nothing more. Her destiny was predetermined. She didn't know that she could react in different ways to a given situation. An optimist sees a glass as half full. A pessimist sees the glass as half empty. This client had been so conditioned by her surroundings, by television and by society, that she felt powerless to change anything or to make choices of her own free will. She simply accepted life as it was handed to her. A few years ago, Jessica, another client, came into our office, barely 20 pounds or 9 kilos overweight. She nevertheless seemed quite troubled by her excess weight. She told us she had been seeing a doctor regularly for almost 10 years for her weight problem, but with no success. If she lost a pound or 0.4 kilos, she gained it back the following week. When we asked her what medication had been prescribed for her, she hesitated and then said she rarely took any. When we pressed the issue, however, she opened her purse and produced a list of the drugs she was taking. Jessica's weight problem was making her a nervous wreck. The doctor who was treating her was very strict and would lecture her during her weekly consultation if she did not lose any weight since her previous visit. So, each week before her appointment, she would take a pill to eliminate water and a laxative to be sure she had eliminated everything and that she would weigh as little as possible when she stepped on the doctor's scales. Actually, Jessica felt she deserved to be punished because she cheated. She was very apprehensive about how her doctor would react, especially if she had not lost any weight during the week. So she began taking tranquilizers a couple of days before her appointments and a sleeping pill the night before. If her diet was not going well, she would become desperate and skip two or three meals in the hope of losing the necessary weight before her weekly visit. After the appointment, if her doctor was satisfied with her weight, she would sigh with relief and famished from having skipped several meals, would rush to the nearest restaurant. If the scales brought bad news, she would feel guilty 
and in order to punish herself, head for the restaurant and pig out. For years, Jessica had her doctor, 